0: Welcome to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Welcome to International Christian Center in San Leandro, California. Here's today's message from Senior Pastor Stephen Sumner. Happy Independence Day weekend. Are you guys barbecued out? Not yet? All right, David, you can keep playing, David, so it's good to... See everyone, David, keep playing, David, you're doing great. Isn't David doing great? Come on, can you give it up for David? Come on, David. You know, it's just, I sound a lot better with uh, some melodic chords behind me. And uh, anyhow, it's good to see you. I'll try to get you out really, really quick so you don't. we don't have burnt offerings for lunch. Um, it's okay, it's all right. But it's good to see everyone. We've had people that have been traveling and uh, they're back. this are back from Europe. They've been in uh, I don't know you got to just write it out, but uh, they were at a at a conference praying for all of Europe and um, is that right And all in the nation of Israel and what country just yell it out to me. You were in The Hague in the Netherlands. City Justice Court for the World, The Hague. Okay.
1: It was just awestruck how the carpet man into meet the into the president, unto the king's chair, into the seat of the government for the world. I mean, we're talking the world or not just the nation, but the world. And the UN can't help you. You go to the palace of peace, which is where the court is it's so perverted though to tell you the truth it's just like here but um, the most amazing thing that happened was they invited the Jerusalem prayer breakfast to come the first time they invited the Jews to come back and their nation in all of Europe killed more Jews than anybody and they killed 85% of them I didn't even know that and during the thing, a young man, I can't wait for you to meet him. I told him he has to meet you too. Prophesied to the two parliamentarians that we were with. that are the only two Christians in the Netherlands parliament. And he said, in two days, the Lord is going to show you money and money's going to come back here. And it will be a sign to you that the God that you serve here in this really godless place is working on your behalf. Two days later, the Israeli ambassador left to go back to his nation. And when they do that, the king invites him over. And the king invited him over, and he said, what can we do for you? He said, oh, you know, you've been praying for restitution for all those lives that the railroad took to the camps and killed. And we have just heard from them they're going to give back tens of millions of dollars in restitution.
0: Amen. How many know that our God, the Lord, how many know that the Lord sees? Come on. That's one of Jehovah's name, the Lord that sees. I mean, sometimes you feel like, God, where are you? Do you see me? This service is going to turn out, but as they have come back to Europe, hi Victoria. I just want to th- the uh, Victoria welcome back to you with your family. Uh, David, and and so, Victoria, I know you understand. You're heading back tomorrow. Is that correct? And um, tell me the country again. Uh, to Albania. Albania. Victoria is in the Peace Corps in Albania. And so, Victoria, can we just pray for you? I know you're, you're getting on a plane. You just stand up. Just stand up, Victoria. And uh, she's been there for a year and a half serving in humanitarian efforts. And Victoria, even though Victoria's doing humanitarian efforts, how I many you know that the Lord is with her? And the prayers of her parents and the prayers of our church are with her. And so, amen, we just bless. Come on, stretch your hands towards Victoria she goes back to Albania. I mean, you know, it's not easy. You know, we we are so spoiled here in America. If you don't realize, just sometimes go to another country and, find out and uh, you know, we we have so much, and we can get we have so much that we can get really spoiled, and we can get really lethargic spiritually. We can get lethargic physically because we can just have so much. But I just want to commend you, Victoria, for your service to humanity, and going and serving that country and bringing hope to people. And so, Lord, we bless Victoria. Lord, and her mission, Lord, to serve Lord people in a, in a foreign land, oh God, and to bring Lord clarity and hope and purpose. And Lord, even sometimes she may even say, Lord, uh, Lord, am I doing enough? Am I making a difference? Lord, am I making a difference in the lives of these people, Lord? And so thank you, Lord, that Victoria is your daughter, Lord, and you've ordained her her future, you've ordained her 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 paths, Lord. And so we bless her. Lord, put a hedge of protection about her, oh God, Lord, that you're going to encourage her, Lord, encourage her heart, encourage her spirit, Lord, let her not be weary in well-doing, Lord God, even as she goes for this last leg of this, Lord, assignment, Lord, that you're going to encourage her and strengthen her, speak to her heart, Lord, and so we bless Victoria in Jesus' name, and everyone said amen, amen, bless you, Victoria, amen, and it's so good to see Javi and, uh, back, Javi's been away for a little bit vacationing and, and um, uh, the family. So good to have you. And uh, amen. Some of the others have been traveling. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. How many guys, just before I get into the word today, really quick, otherwise it's going to be really long because uh, you can't preach all the notes. But if you were not here or you were here last week and we had this book that I kind of got attacked over a little bit. Uh, we ordered about 20 more, okay, and so this is Ron Campbell's book, and there was someone here, they came to me, I don't know if you're here, but I told you no, and you don't know, pastor does not like to say no, how many guys have a hard time saying no, you came and asked me for a book, and I had to tell you no, and I kind of lost sleep, but anyhow, we have more of these books, and if you're here, and you want this book, if I see you, this is your book, no, it's not yours, Shirley, Uh, sorry, (laughs) anyhow. But I have more coming, okay and so how many of you guys received an impartation? come on last week you received an impartation whether you got an individual word and or a corporate word but you and I we wage a good warfare that's what Paul told Timothy it says that we can wage a good warfare through what God has spoken over our lives how many of you guys have something that God has spoken over to, over your life either individually or corporately and how many of you guys, sometimes we forget that, but you have to stir it up and remind God of what He said. Now you don't remind God because He forgot. It's you remind God because you forget. And so I'm not going to go into that. But if you want to look at it, look at Second Chronicles chapter 20, where Jehoshaphat he Jehoshaphat was facing some enemies. How many of you guys got some enemies that you're facing? Man, he was outnumbered, and so he called to fast and and prayed, and so. Remind everyone that this week, Tuesday is our day of prayer and fasting. And so if you can meet us here, we've had tremendous times of prayer on Tuesday, Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. I know that may be a little bit early, but that's 9 a.m. on the East Coast, so it doesn't matter. Okay, but 6 a.m. here is 9 a.m. there, but 6 a.m. is when we start and then 7 p.m. But we've just had a tremendous time on Tuesday nights in our prayer service. We just have a time of waiting on God, waiting on the Holy Spirit. How many of you know you, God responds to faith, and he responds to hunger. There's one of my favorite verses. that says that the rich people God sends away empty. It's in Luke, I think, chapter 1 or 2. The rich he sends away empty, but the hungry he fills with good things. And so hunger is a gift. Having spiritual hunger, having a desire to read your Bible or having a hunger to, to shut off the hell vision and pray or to seek God. And how many of you guys know sometimes you have to fight against the distractions or the, the voices? And it's really supernatural. Your life with God is supernatural. You and I are called to live a supernatural life. But yet we live in a natural world that we face contradictions. We face things that we have to deal with. We have to deal with the natural and the spiritual go hand in hand. But God wants us to grow in the things of the spirit. He wants us to get stronger and stronger. And as, does anyone uh, subscribe to Bishop Wellington Boone's podcast? If you do, just go on. He, his secretary sent out his podcast. But he sent something about the Declaration of Independence for this nation. And it was a couple of days ago. Thank you, David. You can stop, David. You don't have to keep playing. But if you want to, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take all the help I can get, David. But it's okay. You can stop. But he sent something that was, it, it It talked about this nation. Because I don't know about you, 4th of July is just not barrel bombs and M80s and barbecue. I don't know about you, but in my neighborhood, I actually had to come here to the church on 4th of July, and I hung out with my dog in the sanctuary for about three hours because he was going nuts. It was okay. It's just our neighbors like M80s and, you know, and, and fireworks. And you guys live in those kind of neighborhoods where it just gets loud and crazy, and it's okay. That's not, no problem. Do your thing. But, but 4th of July, our Independence Day, is not just barbecue and popping fireworks. It's, it's time for us to reflect on, do you know that, Every day we should be thankful. Now, the United States of America is the nation that you and I had the privilege of being born in, maybe born in, or living in, and for us to be thankful, thankful for this nation. Now, this is not necessarily agreeing with any political party in any way, but when you look at the history of this nation, our nation is a fairly young nation. Compared to the nations of the world. If you go to European nations, they've been around a lot longer. But the Lord has allowed this nation to be born supernaturally. And it came from people that had a dependence upon God. Now, not all of them were Christians. Most of them were. But they had an understanding of God. And they wanted God to be involved in their life. And they weren't ashamed to say it. And we realize that our nation is in the balance. Our nation is in the balance. And so when you see that this nation was, is a young nation, was born, but the declaration of independence was something that they had to say. Everyone look at your neighbor and say, so you have to say it. That's what Pastor Portia was trying to get you. You say, why is Pastor Portia half crazy leading worship sometimes? Is because she wants you and I to know the power of our declaration. And our flesh and our soul sometimes wants to keep us quiet and subdued and says, you know what, maybe it doesn't take all that. Now, you can declare soft. You can declare loud. But you have to declare the goodness of God. Now, we don't declare our independence. I shared this with Pastor Mike. I don't know if he's here, but. If he's still here, but let's pray for Pastor Mike. He's going through some physical challenges right now. So pray for Michael Moore that you're going to do a supernatural work, Lord, in his spine, in his hips, Lord, his sciatic nerve, Lord God. Lord, that you're going to cause, Lord, life to flow into his body. Lord, he won't have to take these pain meds, oh God, Lord, but come and do a miracle in the life of Michael Moore, oh God, Lord. How many else you, come on, in Janice Tier, oh God, how many of you guys need a miracle in your body, Lord, that in our bodies, Lord, that we would know resurrection, we would know health, we would know life. But what I shared with Mike, Pastor Mike, this morning was that we don't declare our independence, we declare our dependence upon God. That we're dependent, that's a good thing. Some people say, I don't want to be dependent upon, I want to be dependent upon God. Because if I'm not, it's pride, it's arrogant, it's ego. We know the verse in Chronicles, it says, if, if's a big word, if my people who are called by my name, that's you, come on, look at your name and say, that's you, that's me, would what? Would humble ourselves and, and pray. Prayer is an act of humility. Prayer is just saying, God, I need you. I can't do life. But for us in America, come on, it's pretty easy. We can do a a whole lot of life without God, right? You, You got money, you got clothing, you got food, you got whatever you need, you have shelter. And not that there's anything wrong with those things, but let it never become a substitute of having a vital relationship with God. Because when those things don't satisfy you, and when those things don't have the answer, money's not your answer. Somebody said, if I just had Mormon, nope. If I go to the doctor, guess what? You can go to the doctors. The doctors don't have the answer. We had Porsche and I, we got called to uh, the hospital. When was that? We were coming back, you wanted to shop or something, you were out shopping. And it's okay, I had to go. Husbands, take your wife shopping. That's right. Love your wives. Bless your wife. If your wife wants to go shopping, that's good. Take them. Bless your wives. Just don't let them use the credit card. <laughs> but we are coming back from Dublin. Actually, can I have a special prayer request. Pray that all the stuff that we have left over that you all donated. It's okay. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. This is that it, it leaves the church, all of our stuff. Come on, now you made me forget my point. So we're coming back from Dublin, and we get a call from a gentleman that is Nicky, Robert and Nikki Little Cloud's neighbor. And he, had, this gentleman actually called me. And so he had heart surgery. had something wrong with his heart. He got rushed to Eden Hospital. How many of you know you think you're going to have a day off? And you surrendered your life to God? There's no retirement for you. There's no retirement. Guess what? You may retire from your secular work. But as a son, as a daughter of God, as an agent, when you said, Jesus, I'm yours, I'm your child, I'm your agent, then guess what? That gives God the right to someone. Actually, it was my previous pastor, Pastor David Kiley. He says, you want the definition of being a minister? Who in here wants to be a minister? Come on, sign up. You, I'm signing you up for ministry. Come on, who in here wants to minister? Come on. Don't be scared. Come on, every one of you. Everyone. Everyone, but no one's raising their hands. Come on, this church full of faith and power. He says, this is the definition of ministry, inconvenience. Inconvenience, being inconvenient, meaning like when you want to do what you want to do, you do this, you say no. No, you don't say no, you say Yes. You say, yes, so we had the opportunity to go pray for this gentleman, and here we were, and the doctors came in, and they had all the, they were trying to evaluate him, they said, it maybe could be this, it's maybe that, it's maybe that, and I'm thinking, you're the doctor, you're supposed to know. How many you guys ever got to the doctor, and they don't know, right? They don't know, but God knows, and so God, Jesus, is the doctor, and my point being is sometimes we can trust in things that we think are going to help us, and miracles and medicine, they do mix. I'm not saying that. So they do mix. Take your meds. Okay, I'm not saying don't take your meds. But my point being is not there they're not the source of everything. God is our source. God is our source. And so when you look at this weekend that we're all here celebrating this wonderful barbecue today and we're going to have a great time, and I want everyone to come if you can and invite someone. Bless someone, invite someone if you've got to go to Safeway and get some chicken and bring to the barbecue, invite someone and bless them, get them saved. I mean know we're going to have church in the park after this, okay? We're going to have a good time. But when you look at the nation of Israel, the nation of Israel, God says that they were a nation born out of a nation, meaning that they were in captivity for 400 years, they didn't know who they were. they were slaves in Egypt 400 years, and God sovereignly And miraculously chose them to be a nation, a people out of a nation. We'll look at that. That's in the book of Numbers. So God supernaturally did that. You know the story how God miraculously it was prophesied in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then to Joseph that they were going to be slaves in Egypt. But 400 years later, God, now 400 years, we think that's a long time. We think our nation is so old that we're 250 years old. We think of because we get so caught up with the instantaneous, the immediacy of the now that we forget our history. We forget our legacy. And so in biblical terms, 250 years was not that long. Just like in the Bible, you read the Bibles and there was history, there was memorial stones, there was times. And so God had a 400-year picture for this nation. So what about our nation? What about the United States of America where you and I live? Is God done with our nation? Is he done with the church? No, God is the God of the nations. Even as they've come back from nations and Victoria is going to the nations and some of you got, guess what? God is still on the throne. He's still on the throne over the nations. And so here it is. I'm going to try to wrap this up real quick. And I have two points for you. And it's in the book of Numbers. Here it was in the book of Numbers. God, Numbers for the, for the sake of time, I'll just try to paraphrase this. But in, it's in the book of Numbers. And it's in chapter 11, 12, and 13. It's kind of where Moses has to send in the spies to go spy out the land. And I believe it's in Numbers chapter 11. It says it was the time of the second Passover. Okay, remember the first Passover? The first Passover God took them out of Egypt and they went through the Red Sea. And there was the parting of the Red Sea. So now it was a year later. Come on, it was just a year later. Think about your life, how long you've been saved when God has done something. Have you Have you forgotten? Are you getting closer to God? Is God burning more inside of you? Are you graduating to graduating to Eighth grade are you graduating to 12 are you graduating or are you just staying i remember we would tell the kids you can't stay in third grade the rest of your life come on look at your neighbor and say you can't stay in third grade the rest of your life come on you got to move on not a good thing and so moses tells or the lord speaks to moses and he says to go and pick Twelve men of the tribes of Israel. And it's interest, interest, interesting to look at when he calls the tribe, he says, he names the tribe, he names their dad, and he names the son. And so these sons that were the spies, right, now we know that Joshua and Caleb, come on, how many of you guys like Joshua and Caleb? Come on, Joshua and Caleb, because they were the ones that came back, what, with the good report, Right? Now, forgive me for not memorizing my Bible or Noah, but Joshua, I think, or Caleb, I think Caleb was from the tribe of Judah. Come on, tribe of Judah. And Caleb, I think, was from the tribe of Ephraim. Come on, Judah means what? Judah means to praise or to declare something. Joshua? Joshua's from the tribe of Judah. And Caleb was from the tribe of Ephraim. Ephraim means To be doubly fruitful. Or Ephraim means that, Lord, you've made me fruitful even in my trial. Okay? But it was interesting, as God chose these 12 spies to go into the land, it named their dad, and then it jumps from their dad all the way back to their great, 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 great grandfather in Jacob's day. You see that? Look at it. I think it's in 13 or 14. Forgive me. Please forgive me for not knowing exactly. But it lists. It's in 13. Numbers 13. And so they go in, and we know the story. They go in to take the land, and they see this wonderful land, but there's also some enemies in their land that they're going to have to face. And... They come back with the report. Now, they have great grapes coming like we're going to have at the barbecue today. They had juicy grapes and pomegranates. They had this wonderful fruit, and they were excited. They came back from seeing what God had to them. But they also saw their enemies and their giants, right? And so ten people convinced the whole nation that they couldn't do it. But Joshua and Caleb, they got so mad. Did you see what they said? They were like furious. Like, I think they wanted to lay hands upon these other brothers. Right? I think they did. They were like upset. They were like, are you crazy? They were like, God is for us. They were like, these people, they may be big and ugly and strong, but they said, these people are bread for us. They are food. They were like, God really delights in us, and we are well able to go in and possess that what God has for us. But the majority end up disheartening the people. So Moses says, okay, if that's what you want, that's what you get. And so he says, guess what? For every day that you went in and complained, 40 days, they had to spy out the land. They said it's going to be a year delay for you. So he said, that was the judgment. You read it. You read it in the Bible. That was their judgment. And he spoke to the fathers. He says, you know what, knuckleheads? Knuckleheads. He says, your infidelity, your stubbornness as men, your kids are going to pay the price for your stupidity. And so it says, I'm going to let you go around 40 years for every day that you went in and felt like you couldn't believe the report of the Lord and you came back. Every day is going to equate to a year. I read that and I was like, Lord, help me. Lord, help me, Lord. Help me as Psalm 90 says, Lord, give me a heart of wisdom to number my days. Give me a heart of wisdom to number my days. That every day counts. That every, I don't have a year. I don't have two years. You don't have to have all this time. That says, no, today is the day of salvation. And then also it says that, guess what? The kids are going to watch you, die. you all are die. Everyone that is 20 and older is going to die out. And so that, this, was, this was the judgment of God against them. But this is what he, Joshua and Caleb said. They were like, only don't rebel and don't be afraid of people. So this is my word to ICC. Every bit of rebellion inside of us, every bit of our life that doesn't want to submit to God. Anything that just wants to be contrary. Come on, how many of you guys got that? We all do. Come on, we got that inside of us. We have that in our nature. Lord, it doesn't take all that. I don't need to surrender in this area. So anything in me, in Pastor Steve, that wants to be contrary, says don't rebel and don't be afraid of people. Because we live, one thing I appreciate about last week with Pastor Cam, our, our prophet Campbell. He says, sometimes we don't recognize that we live in a region and there's strongholds of thought over our region. Right? right. right? There's, come on, we know this from Ephesians chapter 6. It says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and, and wickedness in high places. And so we don't realize that when, if, if you travel to different parts of the country, Some of you guys have the privilege of doing that. You know what I'm talking about. You can go to other parts of the country, and there's a different atmosphere there. Or you can go to a different part of the country, there's a different spiritual climate. And then you can come back into this. And so recognizing that what the climate is over us, not that we fear, because what did Paul say? I am not ashamed of the gospel. Because if God could save Pastor Steve right in this Bay Area when I was lost and confused and into myself and and bound by sin and addiction and drugs. Then guess what? Sometimes we can think, oh, it's too hard for you, God. This area is too hard. No, this area is perfect for God to move. I was talking, I was talking to a pastor, and he was like, he was bragging because he lived in North Carolina. He was telling me how wonderful it's because everyone's saved. I'm like, you know what? That's wonderful. That's good for you. But you know what? I would rather plant my ministry or our, our church, right at the gates of hell. That's what, that's what a missionary says because guess what? That's where, that's where the light has to shine brightest. Light shines brightest in darkness, not in a, in a light full of light. And it was okay. We, we were having good. But my point being, he was just bragging on, you know, North Carolina. Nothing. I love North Carolina. I haven't been there, but I still love them, you know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with North Carolina. Bless North Carolina. Bless, bless their churches. Come on, bless the churches of this region. Bless the churches, Lord, in this immediate region. Oh, God, in San Leandro and Castro Valley and Hayward and Oakland and San Francisco. Because we're not competing against other churches. We're not in competition with anyone. What we have to recognize is that we declare our dependence upon God. And there's power. And us declaring that, that Lord, come on, just let's make a declaration. Come on. Say, Lord, I'm your child. Come on. Can you say that? I've been born of you. I've been born again. Lord, I'm your agent in the earth. I'm your agent to exercise your authority. Your kingdom. Your influence. Lord, wherever I go, today, Tomorrow. I bring you with me. I bring the kingdom of God. So, Lord, I declare that you reign, that you reign over the nations. You reign over the nations of the earth. You reign over the United States of America. You reign over my life. You reign over my family. I declare you, are Lord, in Jesus' name. So what does it go back to, to? Chronicles says, if my people who are called by my name would what would humble themselves and pray. Church is power in prayer. There's power in prayer. Sometimes we think, oh, does it really matter? Yes. That's you. That's you connecting with your father. That's the most important thing in your life is your relationship with your father. That's the most important thing in your life. Yeah, coming here on Sunday is good. It's important. It's it's good, but not as important as you spending time with your father. And you can do that when you leave here. But come on, isn't that what Jesus said? He said like, "When you pray, pray to your Father in heaven, because your Father who is in heaven sees what's in secret." But it says that your father sees in secret and he'll reward you openly. Your father sees and he knows. And, and so I'm encouraging all of us as a church to our prayer time. And many of you guys are faithful to do it. But don't let the busyness of life rob you of, of your time with your father and with Jesus. Because really, that's what really satisfies you as a person and pours into you and, and opens up the word to you and speaks to your heart. See, the children of Israel, they wanted law instead of relationship. They wanted works more than just being his children. That's what they said. They were like, Moses, you go. You go talk to God. You go. You go. Whatever God tells you, you come and tell us and we'll do it. So they, they traded Law for relationship and love for works. I don't want to just do and do. I can be a doer. Come on, how many doers we got? We can be, we're, we're task-oriented people. We're, we're doers. But no, come on, we want to love the Lord with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength. And so I want to ask you guys if you can fast with us. Just a day this week, um, felt like what the Lord dropped into us as a church last weekend and also where the Lord is taking us. We can't just do business as usual. One thing that Pastor Portia said, and so if it's just a meal, or just say, and it's just saying, Lord, I, you're not doing it just to, to go on a diet. You're just saying, Lord, I want you. I want you more than natural sustenance. I want you more than what I'm dependent upon. I just want you. And it may be a meal, maybe a whole day, maybe it's three, whatever it is. It's okay. No pressure. But the point being is let us hunger and thirst after God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Can you stand up, young lady, back there? I don't even know you, but I just see you. I just feel like the Lord has something special for you right now. He just sees your heart that you want more of him. You want more. You want more of God in your life. God says he's going to fill you. He's going to answer you. He's going to cause you to overflow with his goodness. God says to dream big. God says to dream big, young lady. And God says there's some things that you're going to have to say no to. But really when you're saying no, you're saying yes to him. And when you say yes, you're actually saying no. God's going to strengthen you right in your spirit. God's put a cry in your heart. He sees your desperation. God says he's going to answer that desperate cry. He's going to strengthen you. So back to our our verse, it says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face. you know when we just seek God's face? And then it says also, and turn away from their wicked ways. Do you know when you seek God's face, you're actually already turning away from your wickedness? Sometimes we want to focus on all the things that we're struggling with, and we focus on the, the problems, and we focus on our weakness, and we focus on ourselves. Sometimes we just got to take our eyes off ourselves and seek his face. It says that he'll what? Hear from heaven and he'll heal our land. So, Lord, today we pray for ourselves. We pray for our church. We pray for this nation. Pray for this community, Lord. Even as, Lord, you said, Come your kingdom, be done thy will. Let your kingdom come, Lord. Let your will be done, Lord, in earth, in our earth, as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you all just stand to your feet and just join hands with the person next to you? And we're going to just close. And um, don't worry, if, if anybody here, I, I'm going to end the service a little bit early. I know we, we're going to transition over to the, to the park and to the barbecue. But if there's anybody here and you want special prayer some of us are going to remain here to pray and pray at the altar to you. Don't worry. There's plenty of space and food over there at the park. You know, don't worry. The food will take care of itself. The, the barbecue will take care of itself. I know we have already have kids out there waiting for us. and So many times we can just can't wait to get to the barbecue. But, Lord, I ask you to shine down upon us today, Lord. And Lord, let your favor, let your face shine upon us. You know, there's a verse in Psalms and I thought about this verse. I think it's in 32, but in the Psalm it says, don't be like a horse or a mule that has to be led around by a bit. But let me guide you with my eye. I thought about that verse and I was like, wow, God, can you guide me by your eye? Can I just look into your face and know what you feel? Can I just look into your eye and see your desire? You know what I'm talking about? Because the eye speaks of the face. So, Lord, we want to be led by your grace and your gaze upon us and your tender voice and your spirit, not, Lord, forced to do things out of duty, out of tradition. Lord, so that's... That's really, really special, Lord. And so we pray that for your church and for your people today, Lord, that they're going to know your desire. They're going to know the voice of the bridegroom. They're going to know the voice of the king. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Senior Pastor Stephen Sumner. We invite you to join us at International Christian Center in San Leandro, California. If you'd like to learn more about our church or partner with us, please visit icceastbay.com. Thank you for listening to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. If you would like to learn more about us, please visit encounterjesus.us or search for Encounter Church San Leandro in your app store.